The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Papp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. Today, we're going to talk about reminders and manifestations, that being because I've needed them lately, and I think all of us do at some times. We have some kind of funny things going on right now. The things that go on and the things that could be troublesome and our earthly woes, our loved ones out there are backing us up. They're helping us. They're helping. My mother wants to come in and say something. You always, again, we're not talking about the grieving process. But even within that, she's saying to remind all of us that even in that or whatever we're going through, it really helps when that crack of light comes through and, oh God, is she doing a play on words? And I hope this isn't too disgusting because our water is shut off because we have yet another flood. And so we have the water shut off. And then, of course, you use the bathroom. You go put the water back on so you can. And <laughs> I, I come out and my mother, who's out of body, just cracks up and says, tell your husband the plumbing might have a problem, but at least it isn't your plumbing. Things could be worse. You could be in there having, you know, you've had those problems. Okay, thank you. It's really, yes, it isn't so easy to laugh things off, but sometimes, sometimes just letting in that humor. After I said that, you know what else she said? You have leaky pipes. She had me turn to my daughter and say, hey, dad's new heart valve isn't leaking. Okay, we got that going for us. There are things that can be fixed and there are things on the physical plane that we know we can't fix to have be the way we want them to be. Some things we can take care of. We can call a plumber, though nobody can come for a long time. But the thing is, okay, we can fix that. When we stop and think about the things we can't fix, my mom taught me a lot about the reality of the out-of-body, and it was always just as important as the in-body. And I think a lot of us feel that way, come in that way, and if we're distracted, we're supposed to be. We're supposed to put our attention here. So I do that, and yet at the same time, I'm still kind of picking things up. When I was about, oh, four or five years old, we lived back in Massachusetts, and our favorite ice cream place, that was like the big place to go, they delivered milk. I opened the fridge, and I took out a gallon that was back in the days, yes, yeah, I'm old, where they delivered gallons of milk, and I dropped it on the floor, and the whole thing shattered, and it went all over the place, and I started to cry. And my mother came up to me and said, did you get hurt? And I said, no. Did it fall on your foot? No. Are you bleeding? No. 
and she said, you're literally crying over spilled milk. And she laughed so much I had to laugh with her. And she explained how when she was 19 years old, her mother was sick for a year, and then she passed. And when she came home from the funeral, she looked at the china cabinet where her mother kept whatever pieces of silver she had that she brought with her from Europe when they came across, and they were all shiny and polished because her mother had taken care of them. But her mother wasn't there, and she decided that physical things, yeah, they're there to serve you, and she never had attachment to those things. She wanted us always to have a nice place to live. The balance was different. It was about the people, and I think of what it is we take with us. So if you're sitting in a pile of rubble and on the physical plane feels like things are out of control, there's a place, and this is where the channeling is coming in, we are always connected. We are always connected. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't be reactive. Oh, no, they say. We can be reactive. We have fight or flight. We have adrenal glands. We need to check our blood pressure. We need to watch these things. We need to breathe. We need to have tools in our toolbox, calm us down. When the things in the physical go haywire and we try and figure them out, eventually... I bet within a week, I'm hoping we'll be able to flush the toilet. Things like that. Okay, they're fixable, like the dropped glass. My mother looked at that shiny silver, but she didn't have her mother. And, of course, we realize now she's always, always had her mother. Years ago, when she was getting ready to pass, she not only saw my dad, but right when she was getting ready to pass, <gasps> Mama, she saw her. And... They are there for us. And yes, it's really, really hard, but sometimes we're so overwhelmed. I'm feeling sometimes that it's overwhelming in body and out of body. It's like, hey, you know, what, what should I do next? What part of the brain should I use to figure this out? And we need our brain. Our brain is, you know, one of the sharpest tools in the toolbox, and that's a wonderful thing. But we're told to drop down into the heart and gut drop down into the unknowing. Try to find some humor and not say, oh yeah, this is because of that. We don't have to justify everything and make it into, you know what? Sometimes it's really easy to look around and take a step back. Something really strange came in yesterday. Actually, I wrote it in my phone. I'm told to read it to you. It was channeled and it was just like one line that they're suggesting out there that whatever is going on, our loved ones are there. If we pull back and take a bird's eye view, we can kind of get through the physical stuff more easily. If we have the bird's eye view, we, we are a little pulled out into that spiritual realm too, that higher frequency where we know we're protected and loved. So what came in, and I don't mean knock anything, but sometimes I think that the people who are, and, and this is channel now, They, I said I think I agree with them because I can feel it coming in. Sometimes we have to just pull out the camera, see it from that higher way. What? How will we look at it when eventually, or even in a moment, or even if we focus on our breath, what can that do to help us? So what I wrote down with is what I thought the world looks at alternative thinking at times, and hopefully is, oh, I talk too much. Here it is. People with a bird's eye view are called bird brains. 
because they're not thinking and they're not practical. This is channeled. They're not doing all the things they need to do because when you pull that out and look from a bird's eye view, you're looking at it from a bigger picture. How can whatever calamity, well, serve them? That might be a little, that might be a stretch. How can we make it good? Maybe we just don't have it in us. Let's just take a breath. We clothe ourselves in a robe of light composed of the love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. See, that doesn't change whatever clutter and calamity is happening as long as, well, that's just not true unless, you know, oh, of course, there's wartime going on too. There are all kinds of things going on. Whatever the situation someone's in, and I hope listening to this, you're in a comfortable and safe place, and we can send love out to all. And now let's do the second part. We wear it not only for our own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine and healed. We can access that. We can basically formalize how we feel the vibration of energy what we want to feel, where we want to be, even if we feel like we're in the middle of, I'm talking about plumbing issues, but when somebody we love is out of body, these are some pretty big issues. And the reason they're telling me to talk about this, I'm just thinking, gee, you know, my mom's making jokes about it. We're going to figure it out. That's something to share that sometimes we just need a little bit of lightness of being. We had a conversation right before we started recording the podcast, and I wanted to show our dear friend Hector something, and I opened a box, and I took something out, and underneath it was a recipe from an aunt who's been out of body many, many, well, over 40 years, our oldest is named for her. And it was one place that I was a latchkey kid, my mom was a working person, and I would get dropped off there a lot, and it was a place where I could just be. It was where I learned to just be. I didn't have to be doing anything. I could just be, and I would paint or play or have my spirograph, whatever it is. So yesterday, I was telling someone that how, you know, we're just talking. I think I was talking to someone younger about safe places when you're younger, and maybe we need places to hide, and maybe there are places we even hold our breath. And if we're lucky enough, maybe there's a friend's house or leaning against a certain tree or a nant or somebody who you just feel it's okay. This morning, after telling somebody about this yesterday, I took something out of this box, and underneath it was this yellowed piece of paper. I thought it was probably a recipe from Harry's mother, because we have a couple of those. This was from this same aunt, this Aunt Celia. It was for her famous cookie recipe that was in the family. I remember after she passed, her daughter had some in the freezer, and she didn't know if she should take it out and enjoy it and toast her mom with it or just keep it forever. That recipe was there. I don't know how it got there. I never knew I had it. I'm the last one who put things away in the box. Nobody else touches it. Manifestations. They do happen. But you see, that's a pretty big one. <laughs> I guess they felt we were feeling pretty low down. The thing is that these things come in they're telling us when we least expect it and to have awareness. Yeah, that's a big one. But it's also stopping and taking the time to make the connections. It's like, oh boy, okay, I'm going to make this. I'll make it for the holidays. This is really cool. 
wait a minute. And of course, my brain lately is Tetris, you know, this and that and fit and do it. And And then it was, wait a minute, wait a minute. I called her up yesterday because I talked about her. I talked about being the safe and happy. And then yet another flood in the house. So we can't get a plumber. And my aunt is reminding me of what's underneath. And of course, my mother is reminding me the calamity could be worse. And we're talking about earthly kinds of mishap and shakeups. But the message here and what they want to remind us of is that our loved ones out there know. And they have our back. My aunt just said any plumbers she knows would be over 120. They are hilarious. And oh God, my mother's laughing because she knows what just came into my mind. I wish we could just pay those prices. There's humor. There's something to be found. And even when there's nothing to be found that can lighten it up, look up. They're saying, look up. If your heart is broken, if your heart feels like it just doesn't, it can't. We've talked about that one time, one podcast. What if you just can't? Breathing. Breathing's a really good thing for us in-body people. Do you know they have an equivalency out there? It's an energetic kind of exchange. We feel it sometimes when they embrace us. When we get the wave, they're viable. How they do it is different. Just because they don't breathe the same air we breathe, they want you to know they share the energy. They use the energy. They play with the energy. I don't know how they manifest things. I don't know how, but lately health challenges and things going on, we've been getting a lot of reminders and a lot of manifestations. I'll tell you another cute one. We have a dear friend. Did I tell you this one before? They're laughing out there. Got her a mug with her name on it. Sure. Everybody has mugs with their name on it, but this one was pretty cool. And I liked it, so I got it, and I took the tag off, and I washed it, and I put it in a cabinet that I put pending gifts that are waiting. And it was before her birthday, and I pulled it out. Nobody else goes in that cabinet. Inside is one of those Werther's Original Candies, and I'm looking at it. I have never bought one. I have never eaten one. I know of them. I tend to think of the old... I think I equate them when I was a kid. I think little old ladies like them. Well, it was sitting inside her cup. Granted, I channel, but trying to, like all of us, I think the reason they're asking me out there to share this with you is even if you channel, it's so easy to be so caught up with what's going on the physical plane. So I thought, hmm, that's funny. And I put it down and I wrapped it up and I wrapped her other gifts and we went out and had a lovely day. Two days later, I'm looking at it because it's still laying on the counter and I'm like, how did that get there? And that's when I heard my friend's mother laugh. And we've been friend, friends for well over 40 years. And I knew her mother and I love her mother. So I hear her laughing and I went, oh, my God, it's you. And she said, uh-huh, you call my daughter and tell her. And so I called and I said, I have to tell you what was in the cup. And my head was so all over the place, I didn't realize that that might have been the sweetest birthday present of all, and even didn't recognize what it meant. And she said to me her mother loved those and would get them for her. 
Again, they've never been in this house. She's never offered me one. I'm going to ask her next time. I, I guess I better taste it at this point. They work through us to get to us. They work through however they can. It's so easy to miss these things. It's so easy sometimes to think you misplace something. I should have my glasses attached. And yeah, I tried the chain and it bugs me. And they're always, I swear they started the Macarena with me looking for my glasses. I touched the top of my head and then the pockets and then the back pockets. and then, oh. That's how they started that. I always almost always find them. Sometimes somebody else does and we have a good laugh. Sometimes it takes me over to something that needs my attention that I didn't know. Did I leave it there? Probably. Was I directed beyond, and I'm only saying this because this is happening, I believe, for all of us in different ways. So here's my little way of seeing it. Was I directed to go and drop them there and I wasn't even doing anything there so I would come back to it, pay attention? Because I feel like when we ask for help, God knows, around here we've been asking. When we ask for help, they want to help us. And I'm realizing now, and we've talked before, about how close this vibrational frequency is now. How close it is. Don't forget our need during the pandemic, when collectively around the world we're looking up and saying, God, help us. And even the atheists are looking up and going, holy moly, whatever. It's still a cry. It's still a plea. Divine consciousness, by any name, is divine consciousness and wants divine healing for all of us. And so when the call went out to all and all of a sudden I'm feeling my voice get very, very weak, like they're blocking my voice, it's getting raspy, because the collective cry became so loud that it became a cry and then a need. And collectively, spirit has moved closer to us. There are more manifestations now. The animals who feel and see and know, they're even jacked up too. If you're missing your somebody, especially a kid who used to play with that dog, if the dog is looking somewhere where you don't keep the cookies and is barking and jumping around, that's your signal system. They're there. They're trying to get our attention in any way we can to give us courage. Notice right now, in real time, wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this, we just called them in. Right now where you are. Allow a breath. Feel the blessing that's upon your head. Divine is connecting with you. And you know what they're doing? They're just reminding you that the connection is always there. Notice your feet flat on the floor. Or if you're lying down, just feel the soles of your feet. Feel yourself connected to the earth. The earth is here to support you. I heard a wonderful story about a yogi years ago. And I always held on to it because... I think it kind of matches my mom's philosophy, but of course we want to take care of things, especially if it's somebody else's things. So 
the yogi was out and he was meeting and teaching and he came home and the person who was there who had helped him in his quarters was very, very, very upset and said, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. You have something in there. I knocked it over. It's broken. And she was crying and apologizing. And he laughed and he laughed and he laughed and he said, and he hugged and he said, don't you understand these things on the physical plane are here to give us joy. If they don't bring us joy anymore, what's their purpose? If it makes you sad, it's not doing what it was meant to be. It brought joy. Let it be joy that it brought us and let it go with that. Don't let it hurt. And they're adding out there to this story, somebody like my mom with the silver so shiny and all she wants is her mom. So the physical is here to support us. But the real deal is the love. And, you know, if we're fighting over, you know, our family, our family's kind of wacky. I know some families are like, oh, we want to keep this. We want to keep that. There's one thing we really like. Uh, my brother and I, there's kind of, it's a reading light and it looks like a little crystal ball in it and it's art, art deco. And I really wanted my brother to have it. I have a lot of stuff. He came to visit us. I think he was still in Massachusetts. He came. He snuck it into our house. He said, needs to live here. Then eventually he moved in too, so that was okay. Um, and then he moved out. But at any rate, you know, those things, those things they can remind us because they do carry energy. If you've held a stone, if you've hugged a tree, or even better, <laughs> hugs, babies, kitties, doggies, all of that. That's really what we're dealing with. And it isn't that the things are stagnant. They have energy too. But when those energies are trying to teach us something, or maybe we're just frustrated and I just don't want to learn anything. I just want to be able to flush the toilet. It's okay. Because we are the brave ones. We are the pioneers. And they want to remind us that just because we're in body, we are no less than they. We're in a body, so we're kind of learning how to manifest our soul's growth and helping others and elevating all through senses. And then we realize we have more, more, more than the body's senses because we are all that. If we get in the car, close the door and close the windows, we don't lose our abilities just because the car is driving. It doesn't mean we can't get out and walk. We're not talking about leaving the body. We're talking about understanding that <laughs> my, my mother once said, if you want to ever want to hold an object that will help you feel closer to me because it was mine, please put it down and go look in the mirror. They love us. They support us. Maybe there's growth in a calamity. Maybe there's a silver lining. I'm one of those really obnoxious people that will dig at it until I find something. Maybe it's healthy. Maybe it's nuts. We're all individuals. But it's a choice. It's a choice to raise our vibration and say yes to the growth and the expansion. Maybe going to somebody else's house and flushing their toilet will get a hug. Maybe there's something in every challenge. Maybe not. But when we go back to our breath and we do our mantras of protection and intention 
And when we really, really allow the synchronicity and the beauty and alignment of what we have, and I'm getting, it's so funny because the thumb that was almost severed off of me and my wrist was crushed in an accident and I was told I might not have any movement in there and of course I was saying well will I play the violin and of course I never have I have a lot of use out of it but something that's come out of it that I'm realizing and I want to share with you and they just tapped me and said I should share as I get older we practice whatever it is we do I love channeling and it's my happy place they're teaching this old poochy new tricks all the time and I hope this is true of everybody with everything that the heart wants to expand upon and the mind and the soul my sharpest strongest you nailed it symbol that I get faster than words is through the thumb that they thought well we'll see what we can do here and they're working that energy through it they're working it through it might be weaker in terms of picking things up like a coffee cup but in terms of channeling, we had a funny conversation just recently. I've always had trouble with my earthly vision, and yet I see things, right? Um, hearing, yeah, I, I got hearing issues. I'm going to get hearing aids, all those things that, but here's the thing. Some of those things that physically the doctors might say, well, you know, you got a little, it's not working so well. There are other things than us that work so beautifully. And I realized, I discovered it when I was writing, you know, the Love is Greater Than Pain book. I realized as I was writing, and I just had to put it in there, that the things we think are just so, whatever it is, we think we're not okay this, not okay that, or people think we're weird. Or sometimes the things we think are troublesome end up being the best assets. I embrace the weirdness. I love the weirdness. In fact, I have a stuffed platypus right in front of me. I'm going to talk about that sometimes, very soon. The thing is taking in the all and understanding that, yeah, the brain needs to be whatever it needs to be to take care of things on the earth plane. Of course we do. But we have access. We always do. And even if they haven't I asked them to download and we're getting all these plumbers numbers and nobody can come and I'm going to trust that the right one, I'm putting it out there because out there they know better than me. And maybe it's wacky. Maybe that would work for you. Maybe it's thoroughly insane. But when we incorporate all of us, again, going back to the idea that out of body, they see, they've had the life review, they're insightful, they're expanded, they love us, they want to help us. We're that same kind of being. But we're in a body with a brain that has to figure things out and sometimes keep score so that we don't make the same mistakes and figure out who's okay and who's not okay to hang out with. And that brain isn't there to give us limitations and to help us fold our true expansion it's there to help us navigate. So they're asking me to navigate the plumber and the bathrooms in such a way that allows for love to come through, even though it's a you-know-what pain and the you-know-what, but you know what? If that's what's going on, are there sparkles? Is there something? How do I answer that everybody has their reality that they're in, but what I am channeling is 
There are blessings, if you want to call it that, sparkles, glimmerings, little <laughs> sparkly doohickeys, effervescence. Yes, we know who likes that, Michaela. Effervescence. When things are getting rough, when things are getting rough, you don't forget about it and just, oh, you, you got to take care of things. Take a deep breath. I looked up and I asked for help just because I know I have to call a plumber and I know I have to take care of things on the earth plane. But we are just as connected with everyone out there. We're in our bodies, but it doesn't make us less connected. And when we realize that our loved ones out there are so relieved and so happy because they want to support us, no, we can't close the door and only be with them. We talk about all the time how the divine plan is, is so sensible. High vibration, people, hugs, laughter. Laughter like waterfalls and waterfalls. Leaves falling. Snow when it's pretty. Even laughing when the dogs pee on it. Whatever it is on the earth plane. We're allowed to take some of these things even when we're feeling oh so not okay. And even when we feel like, well, you need it even more. When who you love and who you want to hug is out there, they're still watching out for you. They're still maneuvering things. And here's what they want you to know. It takes a lot of energy. Like I said, my Aunt Celia, she passed before our son was born. And so we use the name. She's been learning. She's been out there a long, long time. So she's learning how to do these things. Sometimes people figure it out like immediately. Other times, very often, people show up in dreams and I'll channel in that to the person that I'm channeling to, not the person I'm channeling, person will channel in and say, you saw me, you felt me, it felt so visceral, but you couldn't, couldn't remember any of the words. And they're like, yes, I'm so frustrated. And they say, well, Energy is the first language. Before we manifest anything, we're learning how to use that energy. And so I'm learning on my part. So let's not just be patient with ourselves, but let's be patient with them. And let's look for anything we can, if we can, that has a little humor about it. Cup and just shake your head and it's like, ah, however it is. Make the connection. <laughs> a bunch of people just yelled, yell, yell at us if you want to. Oh, this happened and you're not even here to help me. Yeah, maybe on the physical, but I will help you, they're saying. We can't have things the way we want them all the time, but isn't all of life. Of course, it's it's transient. Of course, it's shifting who we were. We're not that person anymore. We're who we are now and we're shifting and growing all of it brings us into the moment we're in, and that moment is magnificent. So in your moment of frustration, and what now? The other shoe dropped? What do I have, 10 pairs of shoes? Or, or even worse, when it's somebody out there that you just need to hold, please, please remember, they're still holding you. They're still holding you. We might need to take care of the actions sometimes, but they're holding you. And look for the signs, don't look too hard, and don't feel like you're getting it wrong, because they're learning too. And love, they're saying, it takes so many forms 
look for the funny look for oh funny thing we have uh we're a jeopardy family we have the jeopardy calendar so the one from last year of course that we didn't tear off all the pages is sitting there so when i need no paper so this morning i ripped off a piece of the note paper and our daughter was talking to me about okay how we're going to figure out we're with a plumber and we're going to and i saw that the date i ripped off the one that was on top is her birthday things like that you might not even notice synchronicity Remember, remember, remember what our good pal Einstein says. We can live every day as if nothing is a miracle. We can live every day as if everything is a miracle. If you're listening, if you're cognizant, if you're breathing air or out of body, flowing in the energy, we're cognizant, we're here, and there's love all around. Always. Until next time. Thank you for sharing this energy in space. Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Cap, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at MarilynCapp.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.